Liverpool Football Club and Liverpool fans need to thank Stoke City for their Champions League title. Let's time travel to a newly promoted Stoke City in 2008-2009 season with Tony Pulis at the helm. Stoke invented a whole new brand of magic, somehow bigger, tougher and a little bit smarter than even the most physical Premier League sides before them. Creative midfielders? No. Nimble fullbacks? No. At the center of this football renaissance was Rory Delap, a lovely, wide-shouldered former javelin thrower. Rory Delap, whose throw-in technique was easily the greatest thing football fans saw that season. Ball boy hands towel to Delap. Delap drives ball with said towel. Delap flings towel in direction of ball boy. Delap catapults dehydrated ball into six-yard box. Goal. In a 2-1 home win over Arsenal, one of Stoke's most impressive scalps of the 2008-2009 season, both Stoke goals came from Delap throws. The first, a direct assist, was met with a neat Ricardo Fuller header. The second was one of the most visually satisfying goals of all time. The incomprehensibly long throw found a flying Ryan Shawcross, whose flick on reached Say Alafanjana at the back post. Alafanjana chested the ball into the ground, fell onto it, and headed the ball under an approaching Manuel Almunia, whose mid-air attempt to close his legs only added to the magnificence of the goal. Forward a decade later. Liverpool lose to Real Madrid in the Champions League final. They gear up the new campaign by hiring a set-piece specialist coach. Which is still unique in football. Everyone at the club, all the way down to the ball boys, were briefed on the potential for a quick corner kick and throw-ins. This turned out to be fruitful against Barcelona. With Liverpool 3-0 ahead against Barcelona in their Champions League semi-final second leg, but tied 3-3 on aggregate, the announcers were taking a breath ahead of what seemed like a run-of-the-mill corner kick, and even Anfield itself seemed quiet. An extra ball rolled over to a scampering ball boy, Zerdan Shakiri shuffled toward the corner flag, and Trent Alexander-Arnold measured his steps away from the ball. Then, while the Barcelona players were still setting up their marking assignments, Alexander-Arnold suddenly cut his set up short, scampered back to the ball, and bent in a low cross along the ground to Divock Origi, who was standing unmarked in the six-yard box. That made the score Liverpool 4-0 Barcelona, the comeback after a 3-0 first-leg defeat was complete, and a couple of weeks later Jurgen Klopp's team would lift the Champions League trophy in Madrid. One of the reasons why some coaches, players and analysts bristle at the idea of spending more practice time on set pieces is that practice time is finite. The more time you spend on set pieces, the less time you're spending on possession, wouldn't the improvement in dead balls just be cancelled out in the decline in production from open play? Given everything that could go wrong, every open play goal is a minor miracle. In order to develop an efficient and productive open play attack, there has to be an innate understanding between players who must move in sync with each other and then execute a succession of high-level skills at a fast pace. They're never replicating an exact pattern of movement or passing, every goal is as unique as grains of sand, but rather constantly interpreting a set of pre-practice principles. That takes a lot of time to develop. But with set pieces, teams can literally import the exact routines they practice directly onto the field. Should your football club hire a set piece specialist? Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.